episode four of the Christina Briseño podcast. Today we're going to lighten up the mood and liven up our space with our talented and electric interior designer, David Rios. How are you guys? Thank you for having me here. Thank you for being with us. Yes. So David's been selling and flipping properties, designing houses all through Orange County, LA County, Palm Springs area for the last 25 years. He has partnered up with big brand names such as Living Spaces, Bear Paints, Home Depot, TJ Maxx, uh, Home Goods, just to name a few. Yeah, so um, yeah, I'm glad that I have this platform and thank you for this time and this opportunity that I get to share with you and all your followers on your Instagram, yes. and which is kind of new to us. Yes. And then also um, YouTube, which is so new to us, awesome. but it's giving us this other platform to be able to share our experiences, how we got into the industry, how we're like um, making an impact on so many people's lives. Mm -hmm. Like I watch her every morning, you guys, on her daily story and she is just, excuse my French, a badass. Like she's that girl, like I, I, I'm like, she's a mom of three and she's like just constantly doing this. And I mean, I don't even, I don't even know if you, you I even see your struggles because it's so picture perfect, if you will. Oh honey, it's like struggle for sure. For well, especially sure. with having teenagers, yes, right? Yes, yes. But look yeah. how gorgeous she yes, is, you know, you. a mom yeah. this hot and then I'm like, it was stressful today coming on here because of course the whole quarantine thing that's going on. You guys, I literally have been eating. I'm, I'm, I'm my biggest critic, you know, midnight comiendo like, uh, like ice cream sandwiches and popcorn, you know, you know, and some of that. And I'm not that person that can look at like, um, like an Instagram video that they're doing like this workout. I need to be in the gym. I need to be around people. I need, I get motivated when I'm around people. And so I didn't have that motivation and, you know, just eating bad and, and just missing certain things so um yeah but i'm i'm happy things are going to be started opening up again yes. slowly yes. um but you know like again i want that motivation back and i guess i am um, a walking um uh, uh, business if you will so i know that people are, are going to be ridiculing me and like really like um like on me like they are on you so when when her name or christina's name on instagram is um your fit lender mm -hmm. so number one that tells me two things she's a loan officer she has a mortgage company and this girl is on point on point on point so that was a little nervous but then i was like i, I can go for a hike today and you know i don't eat as much tomorrow and so that's what i did <laughs> but no thank you for having me thank, thank you. you thank you so much for for being on the show today cheers to this cheers to us cheers to us to 2020 because yes. it's just starting for us yes and everybody else Yes, it might be starting July 1st, but it's all good, right? Mm. Or August mm. or September. Sure, or right. September, yeah, I told, yeah. We're still so, pumping the brakes. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, how did you get started? How was your childhood? Like, just give us a little background from where you came from, where you grew up, things like that. Ooh, she's gonna go get dirty in me. <laughs> all right, you guys, I can only be as raw as you guys want me to be, mm. and I can be only as real, and I hopefully this reaches out to so many people. So many people, especially you parents out there that are single parents, my story is for you guys. People that are like low income, my story is for you guys as well. And then people that have kids with autism, ADD, clearly, um, this story is for you guys. And, and at the end of this, I hope you guys understand the struggle. And that's not even about a pity party. What it's about is showing that I came from nothing to have everything, to losing everything, to having everything again and almost losing it. But I've, I've learned through this whole time. So um, 
Starting off as a kid, I just knew that I had that talent behind me, like, you know, moving around furniture and, and things of that nature. To me, I was attracted to homes, different style of homes. I loved houses that were ranch style and colonial style and like, um, you know, just some variety. I appreciated homes. And clearly that means I was gay. I mean, I was like talking about, you know, paint colors and things like that. And people were playing with their toys and things. And that, that wasn't me. I was more that designer wishing that the carpet was moved, wishing that wall was gone, wishing that there was a window there. That was vision and yeah. The vision was there for me, you guys. It, it was, it started as a kid. And if you have kids at home and they are, you know, playing with themselves or just moving things themselves, maybe they have certain talents. And that's the stuff that we want to bring out of our kids, you know, cause every kid's going to be completely different. You can have five kids raised in the same home and they're all going to be different. Right. It's so crazy. Oh, right. So with that being said, um, I knew I had the p passion for design. I was just built for that. And just, it was in, instilled in me as a young kid. And then as growing up, I had a good relationship with my family as far as like my grandparents and so forth. I was raised by, of course, parents that were um, teenagers. And I, I don't fault them for certain things because of their age. What I do fault them for is things my, I might have seen or experienced that I probably wouldn't want to have or don't wish that on anybody else. But it's made me who I am today. Um, with that being said, we are five kids and a two-bedroom on welfare. Um, my, you know, my mom was um, married with my was with my dad since she was 13. Um, divorced him at like uh, 19, and by then she already had her kids. So. Um, with all that being said, it was just, it was a struggle. I knew what it was to like um, be made fun of at school for multiple, multiple reasons. One, I spoke a lot. I spoke too quick. Um, my attention span wasn't there. Um, uh, we didn't have shoes. We had Payless shoes for $9. Girls, if you're watching me right now and your kid is running around some <laughs> janky ass shoes, go, I am rocking Gucci's now. But but um, what I'm saying is, I mean, for $9, we had holes in our shoes. I remember being made fun of at school. I remember like not having money for uh, meals and waiting at the end of the line to receive. I mean, those were hard times. Like, I mean, getting made fun of, being called a fag every day, coming home, being called a fag, being bullied. And all that stuff was just like, okay, David, how much more can you take? The thing that I did have though, that my grandma embraced in me every single day was love. And so no matter what, I had tough skin because I seen my mom going through her pain and what she struggled from. So that's kind of where I kind of like grew my thick skin as far as like letting it bounce off and knowing that I had to survive regardless. So uh, going up a little further, you know, five kids, one bedroom well for the whole nine yards, not thinking that even um, uh, like even graduating high school was a thing. My mom didn't graduate high school. My dad was shooting up heroin at four years old in front of me. Like that's, that's what I had to deal with. But I had grandparents that were well off, that loved um, you know, nice things and so forth. I was attracted to nice things, seeing what my grandparents had. And I knew that was achievable. If my grandparents had it, I knew I can get it. Not with my mom and dad as being his teenager showing me the lifestyle that they chose, because they chose that lifestyle. They didn't need to have it, but they chose that lifestyle. And that wasn't the lifestyle for me. You know, I can't say that for my, you know, my brothers and sisters now, but I knew that I needed to make a change. I knew I needed to make a change for just myself to survive. So at 16 years old, um, of course, me and my mom had a great relationship. Um, and she asked me at that particular time that, you know, if I was gay. And I said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gay. I thought we we're going to have a party, you know, if anything, you know. But no, that was quite the opposite. I was kicked out at 16 years old mm -hmm. and I was shown a hard life. And she said, you want to be gay? It's going to be harder out there. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, wait, 
um, I went I went through like the gang phase and I went through you know drive-bys and I've, I've, I've been beat up and I've fought and I've done all this stuff and I failed every single subject you can possibly think of I didn't know how to speak well I didn't know how to write I didn't have any communication skills at all I knew that I was talented but all I knew is I got in trouble all the time because I spoke so much so for me it was like I have all these negatives against me now you're you're throwing me out and you want me to be either fake with you or be real. So I said, no, I'll be real and I'm gay. And if that's what you want, I will go and learn my life there. So that's the reason why I started in my hustle. I've always had two jobs because I know what it was at 16 year olds to live in garages, to be you know, asking, um, asking rides to school, to high school, graduating on my own, being accepted into college on my own. Like those were the things that I had to deal with at, at, at a young age, but I knew the other thing was this, I can go back home and be fake. Mm -hmm. Or I can show her that a gay kid, a gay kid that had ADD was talented and loved homes, loved design, loved real estate, loved every single thing that asked the aspect of owning a home. I love that. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't gonna shy away from that and I wasn't gonna be fake. So I said, you know what, mom, that's fine. And this is the life you wanna show me. All I can do is turn around. She doesn't need to see my negatives. She doesn't need to know that I'm living in garages and sleeping in cars and all this stuff. All she needs to know is that I graduated from high school I got accepted into college and I'm gonna go full force. Um, and that's what I did. I, I literally just took my baggage and I said, look, I can sit here and cry about every single disappointment. You know, my dad doing this, people that raised me had passed away. So like, it was just all these negativities that were just hitting me like a ton of bricks. Mm -hmm. And I said, God, you have me here for a reason. You have me here and I can give love. I can give love and I can give creation. Creation and making something of a home and moving around furniture and making someone happy based off of what I was doing mm -hmm. in the home. And so that's what I utilized and I said, look, I can, make a, I can make money by doing what came natural to me. And the other thing too is that when people see my story and they say, David, like, what is it that we can do or we wanna be like you and so forth. My first, I direct them back to themselves and I say this, what exactly comes natural to you? What inspires you? What is it something that you love? And well, you can't make money there. Yes, you can. If you find something that you are really passionate about, mm -hmm. or you see your kid is like, you know, an artist or whatever it is, there's money to be made in that industry and they'll never get bored. And that's where my passion was. So my, my uncle had a firm, a, a commercial uh, real estate firm. He's the vice president of uh, Dom Commercial. And so with that being said, it was kind of like real estate was around our family. And so when I started going to school for design, I just knew that I loved design, but the money was in the real estate market. Mm -hmm. And in the late 90s and so forth, it was starting to evolve and homes were going higher and higher and higher. And my mom became a real estate agent and I said, okay, well, um, so then we, we, we rekindled somehow. Anyhow, um, so I started um, fixing people's credit. I was working for a collection agency. Working for a collection, collection agency and I knew how to ruin people's credit, but I also knew how to improve their credit because mm. I was negotiating and so forth. So I took that and I turned that into a small business. I opened up a DBA doing business as everybody can open one up here at the local um, cities for $50. Um, and then you just, you, um, you uh, get your name and anyways. So I started a small business fixing credit. My mom would go ahead and um, uh, get them. They would send them off to get a loan and then, um, and then uh, we'd sell them a home. So I started learning more about, okay, well, if I'm fixing the credit, how, is it, how hard is it to do a loan? Understanding loans. Let me ask you, so who got you into loans and like the credit repair and all that? Like My broker, and I've been with her now for 23 years. And okay. she's, she, so her background was um, 
taxes. And it was corporate taxes, personal taxes, CPA, the whole nine yards. And she did loans on the side and then she had a real estate branch on the side as well. So she so, like your mentor? Like that kind of got you into the whole real estate design, the whole thing, okay. Everything, so she came with the knowledge of loans, real estate, and taxes. I came with like, you know, the design aspect and so forth. So together, I, it was like, what encompasses owning a home? That's taxes, that's loans, that's real estate, mm -hmm. that's everything that encompasses it. And if you know about design, it just elevates you that much more. Mm -hmm. And that's how you'll never lose your clients because you can always refer them to a lender um, and you can always refer them to a designer. You can always refer them to a, um, an acquaintance or a, a networking, if you will, with other agents in other areas. My thing is this though, I wouldn't, I'm never gonna be selfish. You know, I'm always, I'm a giver most, first and foremost. If I can't sell you a home wherever you're at, I'm gonna recommend you to a licensed agent that's reputable, that I've worked with in the past, mm -hmm. that I can count on, that I can count on, um, that's gonna give you good service. And that's what I've done. I can't, I can't sell everybody home, but I, do, I don't understand this though. When you have your license in, in California, that license is like a driver's license. You can go from up north, down south. You can utilize your, your, your license all over, why not? You know, and so that's why I kind of showed everybody, okay, I'm selling houses here, 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 because I can be tangible to all those people. So with, with that being said, my broker took me under her wing. She showed me loans. She showed me proper way um, of understanding taxes, corporate taxes, property taxes, and all of that was just another lump on the, 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 the scale, if you will. And then I got my real estate license. I said, look, well, if I'm helping about all this, you know, like, why not? Mm -hmm. So the year 2000, I opened up my own branch. I had about 10 people under me. And then by the year 2003, four, I had 15. Oh, wow. And then 15 turned into 25. And so that was a beast. And again, I had family members and, and people that I knew of that were dealing with issues. So I became a foster parent. All you needed to do back then was fingerprint and have one extra bedroom. And so I had um, a, a, a boy at two months till he was four years old and I raised him just like he was mine. He had his own um, um, a crib at the office and I had two girls and they were uh, seventh grade until their first year in college. And so I had him for seven years and I love that. I was in my early 20s, I was making a ton of money. I didn't give them probably the best discipline because again, I was in my 20s, yeah. um, but I gave them love and I gave them a roof over their head and that's all I could, I couldn't even discipline them. Girl, like the kids, I can't, what am I gonna yell at a 16 year old, you know? I'm over there pimping them out, making sure they have the cutest outfits. Bring to my house, I'll yell at them. Yeah, she will, she will, she yeah, is yeah. no joke. I'll be like, yeah, so that, like, I think it just all molded me. I got to see my struggles become a height. And then, like, I would say, like, by 2008, before I was, I was even 30 years old, I was a millionaire. I had already had multiple homes. I had bought all my family homes. I had bought all of the kids' homes and everything. And you guys, I really was, like, at the top of my game, still giving everybody everything, right? I've always been a hustler. I have that, you know, I have a hustler tattooed on my arm here. I have driven tattooed on my, this arm. Nice. I'm a walking symbol of what I preach. Um, and then this was the crazy part when the market started taking a shift and it affected everybody, you guys. So it was 2008, 2007, 2008, right? 2000, yeah. 2007 started it, yeah. 2008. So with that being said, like it was so bad. Um, I suffered a DUI in 2008. And literally, that's when the market was like, I was being foreclosed on two of my properties that were, you know, I bought it for like almost a million dollars. And it was like, I, once I got that, that um, the DUI, I, for a slight second, for a slight second, I felt like I could see my life ending. 
And the reason why was because I felt like David, Uncle David, um, Dad David, whatever you want to call me, I was the supporter for so many people and so many people looked up to me. But yet, not only that, you had accomplished so much at such a young age. Correct. Yeah. And then to see that happening to you, I could only imagine like, yeah. It was, it was hard. And then having foster kids and feeding them and so forth. And for a split second, I felt like I would rather, I would rather have been gone like dead somehow. I didn't, couldn't commit suicide, but I it did flash through my eyes for a hot minute. And I told myself, like, I mean, I've seen people kill themselves in front of me, like, you know, that raised me. And so like, for me, it was like, is this a legacy that I wanna leave? Or do I wanna, do they wanna see Uncle David lose everything and I can't buy the kids? My big thing was I was able to buy everyone's school clothes once a year. And I love that, I love living there. You know, I, you know, I wanted them to buy whatever they wanted and look cute for school, because we didn't have that. I knew how it was to make be made fun of, of wearing the same clothes that you wore, you know, the, you know, in fourth grade, now you're going to fifth grade. Or if you're in sixth grade, oh, seventh grade, oh my God, you know. And, and then, you know, going to the swap meet and, and buying your clothes and all that stuff. But for me, it was like, I would rather lose everything and leave with that good high note mm -hmm. than, than to be disappointed and Uncle David can't buy this, they can't that. And Uncle David lost his houses, lost his business and everything. And when I got that DUI, I was forced, I was forced back then to go to uh, AA. And that was the thing, going to AA um, was like, I hated it, I was like talking all this stuff and I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna be like them. And it's like, oh my God, now I'm categorized as them. And I hated it, so I was forced to go, I went, it was the most, most br like like evolution like I mean walls came down the whole nine yards I sat there with an attitude in the back wanting to cry talking about my houses were gone blah 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 material stuff you're worried about that stuff yeah it didn't matter at that point anymore it's gone pe people were gonna yeah. judge me all this other stuff and I seen it like just yeah. like go crumbling right hiding my cars girl I was hiding my cars down the street <laughs> I really was and so like I was like okay so I sat there. And listen to like like maybe ten people speak. It sobered me up in the terms of my mind frame. Like this, I turned and I looked. I said, I have two other houses, not to mention the other ones. I have five cars that I don't need. I have um, um, insurance that were like three thousand dollars a month. I didn't need any of that. But I was looking at. I said, you know what? I'm over here crying for certain things when I know that. I don't even need these things. And, and the other thing is people are gonna love me regardless. They're in, they're in love with me loving them. And it had, they're not driving in my cars and they're not at my rental properties. So were you like in the, in the, like, were you thinking like the money made me and like without it I'm not like this, but then you realize like it's not, it didn't make, you already made all of that. You made the money. The money didn't make who you are. So is that when you realize that while you were going to AA and all that? She hit it on the nail right there. Mm -hmm. It was because the image that I was already projected as. It was when you needed, when you were going through foreclosure, David helped you out. When you needed school clothes, David helped you out. When you needed a loan, when you needed a car, when you needed foster, anything, I was that person. Mm -hmm. I couldn't be that person if I had no income. I, had, I couldn't be that place if, I mean, that, that person if I couldn't provide you school clothes or, or pay, help you pay your rent or pay for your wedding or your kids' birthday parties. I couldn't be that person anymore in my mind. But what I didn't think about is that I had already made an impact on all my family by just my generosity and me loving them and, and staying true to being a gay person that was a workaholic, that was more giving, and that when all the family shut their doors on me, I was still there for them. And you know, again, another thing too is what sobered me up as well was that I was watching a documentary in the early 90s that everyone was dying of AIDS. Mm -hmm. AIDS was a big thing. A lot of my friends died. Almost half of my friends died of HIV. And so back then I was like, why are they saying that you're gonna die? You, you're gay, you're gonna die, you're gonna die. 
And I was like, you're so ignorant and so hurtful. So stereotyped. Yeah, and throwing me out. The Latinos just threw me out. You know, my grandmother was the only one that, it's like, you're my mijo, you're staying here. I raised you, you're gonna sit your ass here. I don't care what your grandfather, anybody says. Your mom says, you're staying here. And I didn't want to argue, so I left. But with that being said is, the reality of what what, um, TV was projecting was that people were dying and they really were dying like hotcakes. And so I don't blame them for saying you're gonna die because really that's what it was. And that was like in, in 2020 uh, uh, something, 20, I don't know what year it was, 2000, whatever. But I watched the documentary and I was like, that's what they were being shown. Mm-hmm. I wasn't watching TV back then. I watched Oprah, but that was it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so for me, it was like, I had to give everybody forgiveness, you know? And I had to let everything go. I had to like, literally at 22 years old, when I was like, when the market was good, I was like, David, you have this, uh, like this grudge, this this shoulder. You had to prove more, and you had to you beat everybody. Yeah, yeah, beat everybody's ass, and like, what'd you say in this that? And I was like, everybody else is doing well. Like, let it go. You're at a certain point, and and God has blessed you. God, you've survived, and there's a reason why you're here. So I turned that into just love. And with that being said, like again, the market took a crash. I turned straight into design. Thank God I went to school for design. I went to um, school for design in 97 and 98 at FITM. Um, I dropped out by last year and I worked, started working in the industry, hands-on, blueprints, uh, different designers, different style of homes, appreciating being on job sites, all dirty, um, doing lighting design, specking out everything. And I was like, oh my God, I know all this. So that was just another elevation for real estate and my design itself. Now come forward, still keeping consistent with me selling real estate, me still um, doing design. I had you know tons of friends in the mortgage industry that I was able to refer or do modifications for. So it was just like, I, I, I never let go of, mm-hmm. of what I was doing and just helping the community out and still like making an impact with the family. That was the other thing, just keeping it relevant with the family. Um, yeah, and so then- So like with, like after you came back, right? 2008 passed, we went through the whole thing because I had a similar experience very similar experience uh so what was that like break that you had like what was like that break that you had after that kind of took you over the top where you you know because you got bigger you I mean you're working with living spaces home depot like where, how did you get to that point like what was that break that kind of like opened the door for you to get into that so it was actually again starting from my, my childhood it stemmed back there i knew i had to survive mm-hmm. i knew i had to do something that wasn't real estate related so it was design going back and design understanding different types of real estate foreclosures understanding short sales understanding conducting short sales and so that elevated elevated me, I would say like 2011, 12, and then continue on. And what I started doing was, I started um, understanding what Instagram was, and Facebook, and understanding that this could be another way to market, and then understanding that millennials, millennials out here, thank God you guys, because they were the ones who were showing me how to do this properly, and how to get followers, and how to educate, and there was another platform for me waiting, had no idea. So one of my girlfriends, um, she does makeup and so forth. She has like like 4,000, 4 million followers. She's traveled around the whole world and so forth. And she said, David, what you need to do is your designs are so amazing, but people aren't seeing them. They're not put on your Instagram because you're not irrelevant on there. I was posting food and partying. And she said, you need to do this and start tagging the the companies that you use. And I go, I don't want to be irritated, but I did. And that whole thing, well, I would say the last two years has changed my whole entire life whole entire life, meaning being like tagging, um, which I love, um, living spaces and doing collaborations with them. I mean, they have collaborations with Joanna Gaines and Nate Burkus. 
um, that, um, uh, floor and decor, sharing their items and being on their brochures and all this other stuff. Um, Bear Paint having um, aligned with them and being uh, featured at all the Home Depots. So that was just like, this has all happened within like, I guess the last year. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of shaking me up That's because awesome. Yeah, I was awarded. Um, I was top one percent real estate um, agents in my in my um, association, and so I was awarded back in December um, uh, a magazine cover of my accomplishments. And then Palm Springs also featured me the same month, and I was like, "How is, is this?" It, is that the magazine? The cover no, it, it's not. Okay. Um, but but I, this is they they did so well on that issue of magazine that two months later they offered me another cover. I don't get any more covers now, but nice. he's on the cover. Yeah. Lifestyle properties. Yeah, so what I did was I just turned that, I just turned everything around and I said, look, God, you're opening doors for me. I'm not gonna be lazy. I'm gonna get my ass out there. I'm gonna do a daily story every single day. People are gonna see my hustle. They're gonna see that I can drive from um, LA to Orange County to Palm Springs. Springs. They're gonna see the different um, houses I do, keeping it period correct. I'm gonna learn um, YouTube. I'm gonna learn Instagram. I'm gonna learn, I don't wanna do Twitter, but I guess I gotta learn, I don't know. Um, Facebook, I'm gonna be like redo all that. And, And that's what I've done. I've opened the doors. The minute you guys are able to open the doors and it's not about a one me, and it's asking for help and collaborations, making a network with people mm-hmm. on Instagram, doing podcasts, sharing the love. I can't sell everybody home. I can recommend other uh, people, other agents as well, other good lenders. And that's where I was able to prevail because it was about making a network with people that you honestly trust. And then that gives you good reputation. And so that's what I'm at. And right now I'm just at this, this moment right now that I wanna, I wanna be in everybody's household. Mm-hmm. I have a candle company um, line that just came out. We're launching that. I have, um, I've, I've been featured on um, Home Goods. I did a commercial with them. I just heard that Home Goods is not coming back. At I'm, all? I'm, really? Girl, no, 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 I don't wanna go there. But I hope, I heard um, maybe they're just kind of like readjusting or maybe they're gonna file bankruptcy and then mm-hmm. come back. I don't know, but Home Goods and TJ Maxx was like my thing. I've been featured on their page, uh, Floor and Decor, um, with them as well, um, Living Spaces, uh, Howard's um, uh, Electronics and Appliances. Yeah. I'll be with them on their new um, uh, showroom off of um, PCH and Second. Second Street, I saw that, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so um, with all these beautiful homes, I'm able to feature so many different lines that they carry. And so again, it's like what I, my, uh, what I would say to this, if you're watching this right now and you wanna get into the market and you wanna be a successful real estate agent, learn everything, dab into, mentor, um, follow people, um, ask to shadow people that are in your industry and learn what products are, learn what marble is, learn what quartz is, learn what crown molding is, learn when homes were built, learn what, um, what homes sell the most, what to keep in a property, not to demo everything, like the perks of uh, having a home in the 1920s, keep the, the things that were handcrafted or bring them back if they're, not, um, they're missing it. So those are the things my, on my platform is made for this is to educate people and give love. It's not about to be in politics. Mm-hmm. It's not about religion. Um, even though I, I still love the Lord, no matter what anybody says, God, God has helped me through thick and thin. I call on him when I, when I accomplish something and I, when I'm in need, I call him, I'm driving, I talk to the Lord. I don't care. There's someone higher than me that gives me a conscience. Mm-hmm. And I know that someone's looking at me. I know that I have to have a reputation. So with that being said, I always thank God first and foremost. I give everybody love every morning on Instagram because um, they're giving me this platform. And so it's up to me to choose uh, my platform and how to use it well and how to just um, 
reach the whole world. Mm -hmm. And that's my goal. My goal is to be in everybody's household, some, whether it be a pillow, whether it be a candle, whether it be a paint line, whether it be curtains, whether it be, a, girl, I am just not sharing, stopping. Just sharing. I'm not right? stopping. Just sharing, yeah. And yeah. this is what it stems from, coming from nothing. Mm -hmm. Coming from nothing, having a raw, having doors slammed in your face, and still having that drive, like, Ain't nothing stopping me. I, you're like that. You're like that. Drop me off in the middle of the desert, and you'll make something of it. I right? will. Figure you can give out. me a desert Figure landscaping, and I'll make it beautiful. <laughs> it, it's like it's like when a kid is shown at the age of four years old that heroin heroin is your life, that welfare is your life, that living um, uh, in bunk beds and bunk beds and, and 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 being made fun of is your life. You can either turn that into negativity or you can turn that around and show everybody how much you appreciate them and how much you are grateful for what life has given you. Even the negatives, even the negatives, because it molds you to who you are mm -hmm. and, and you have that soft spot for people that are gay, the, the people that have ADD, the people that can't focus, the people that are struggling, single parents, foster parents, um, Women, my I I rag on women, and I'm and the reason why I say that is because I had a mom that was um, uh, insecure and um, and codependent, and I do not want that for women, and that's why I say women get your ass out there and go get a real mm -hmm. estate license. Mm -hmm. If your husband's working full time, then you know go get sell one house exactly. a year, one, two a year. You know I, you can it's do more that. than like a solid nine to five job. Sometimes. Yeah, and yeah. you can be a single parent, and you don't need a man over there doing all this stuff and tormenting you. And if you have a husband embrace him but i want to empower women because i just know what it was to sit back and see my mom mm -hmm. as, as a teenager get battered and then her mind frame get so warped that it led on to her hurting me and then at 40 yeah 40 um i had she did that again she was just like another epiphany you know are you gonna be gay your whole life i'm like yeah, I am going to be gay and I'm successful and uh, I can't believe you're asking me this again. It's not a choice, it's who you are. It's like, not it's a choice. Oh my God, it's not a choice. I, I mean, if it was if it was my choice, I w I'm not, not saying that I, I don't like being gay. I love being gay. I would be straight in a hot minute. My wife would look like you on yeah. point with Louis Vuitton, <laughs> on point. My kids would look so cute and they would have the best this and I would want to be a dad with five kids and my kids would be rocking everything and they'd be having education. I want that. You know how hard it is for me to not have kids of my own and being in the freaking foster thing and then taking your kid, your four-year-old kid that you've raised, like, I'm gonna cry, but you know, your kid, like at, at, at 11 o'clock at night, when you raise that kid, cause you don't have a, a signed copy, but like, that was my kid. Mm -hmm. That was my kid and they took him from, so being a foster parent, you're just another number. You're just a system. So being straight, who's gonna take away my kids? Who's gonna take away my wife? Mm -hmm. Who's gonna, who's not gonna make fun of us? So I would love to have been straight, but now that I'm gay, I'm full of fun. I love it. I embrace it. And it's like, who you why are. not? Then you wouldn't be David. You know what I mean? Like it wouldn't be who you are today. So yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. So yeah. if you're, if you're at home and you're a parent and you have kids that kind of look like me or a little quirky and they don't speak well, or, or they, they, they don't have, you know, attention spans or they're hyper, you know, look at them, look at them in another light. Look at them like this might be my golden kid. And if you have a gay kid, they're gonna love you, they're gonna dress you, they're gonna take you to the best party, they're gonna make you look cute, and they're gonna party, and they're gonna want you fit. Oh, this is a whole nother subject, you guys. Uh, back to, if you're a real estate agent, I wanna say this, you are a walking mobile. People are gonna ridicule you from top to bottom. So therefore, being in the gym doesn't hurt. 
looking good. And let's say if you're if you're a, a, a plumper size, let's say a woman, it's very simple to put a tight ponytail, lip lip gloss, and some mascara, and, and look presentable. Mm -hmm. If you want to be a real estate agent, look cute at all times because you are walking and representing your client. And that is the biggest thing. I, when I see um, real estate agents like not like up to par, I'm like this is how you are presenting yourself like no 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 these are small things and if you don't if you don't have personality and you can't multitask real estate is not for you mm -hmm. and that's just me being upfront. but if you if you have that and you could couture other things and you can mentor people real estate is the name of the game get in it why not right right no i agree with that like spruce yourself up you know look good look presentable but the days of like wearing a suit and like, you know, just wearing like the, the loafers and the whole thing. And I mean, there's a place and time for that. But for me, like, I let that go a long time ago. Thank you. A long time. I, I was in the days where you had to wear an olive green, navy blue, black suit, white shirt, pull your hair Pearl back. necklace. And nylons. Oh my God, it was the craziest thing for over 10 years. You had to, you know, come in the office that way or you couldn't come into work. So. You don't have to do that, you know no. what I mean? But I, I totally get it. Even now with this whole quarantine thing, you know, curl the eyelashes, pull a little yeah. mascara, put your hair back, you know, even if you're in leggings, whatever. You know, still, I just think you always need to look presentable, no matter what. It makes you feel good. It gives you, you know, the confidence and all that. So totally, totally yeah. agree with that. And let people know that you're real and you're tangible, that you yeah. do have kids. Let people know that somewhat, that you're, you know, they're in your lives. Let them know that you have kids and that, and that you're working out and that you're doing this and that, that's tangible. That They want to see that, that you are, even if you're a single parent, they want to see that you're holding it down. Mm -hmm. You represent them. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, when, when a guy walks in with a three-layer suit, I'm like, that's so dated. Like I, I want someone that's young and, and vibrant. And if you're older, I want I want to make sure that you have that spunk. Mm -hmm. And I want to know that you're like you're you're fighting for me in the sense of getting me the best deal. Right. And understanding how to shift this market. I want to know that you're writing me up the best offer and how you're writing me up an offer. What you're asking for. What you're not asking for. I, I don't want to get bit bit out like a, with a ton of offers and then I didn't get accepted. Why not? Because there's some simple things that you can do that's going to make you stand out than the other offer. So what can you do? Let's paint a picture. Let's let's make it worthwhile. And how are you gonna do that? Your real estate agent's gotta do that for you by simple things, making you real to the seller. Because it could be a wife that's making the decision. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you know what? I love this family or I love this single person. Or, I can see this happening. Make a memory in the old, like the old, whoever it was that owned the property before. Bring back the life. And I think that's a, that's a key component that a lot of real estate agents miss. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, again, small things that we can do as real estate agents that's gonna elevate us, it's gonna get us referrals. Keep in contact with them. Mm -hmm. She has parties all the time, she invites us, we have a mm -hmm. blast. She does, I mean, I mean, you guess you gotta pay some money out of your own pocket. Like, they don't want a little candle here and this and all that stuff. What they want is in, in, integration. Like, mm -hmm. when we come to your house and we're, we're having cocktails and we're talking and, right. and, and you do DJs and we have a good time together and when you do your live streams and you have mm -hmm. DJs there and you're, it's being irrelevant. Right, and people just having a good time and being real. It's, it, you said it earlier, you just have to be real in who you are and that's it is what it is it makes you who you are yeah, yeah. and and now like bringing us to like current like this whole quarantine thing the coronavirus um i don't know i, I can't get upset about the whole thing what i say is god you're shaking us up once again mm -hmm. and you really say but, 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 but sometimes we need that we, we do need, we need to be like sacudidos a little bit like hold on back up like let's you know like rewind a little bit slow mm -hmm. it all down but i i I saw it as a negative two in the beginning. I'm like, oh my God, this is going to, cause we're go, 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 go. At least me, I'm like 
24-7, go, 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 all day long. And it's like, slow down, yeah. slow down. Slow and appreciate, down, you know? yeah. yeah. When yeah. I when it all came down, I said, Dave, okay, you can either turn this into really negative or get into everybody's household. Mm. Like do a daily story every day or go live with someone different every day. And that's what I did, I said, you know what? If you don't know your kids, now you're gonna learn to know them. Mm -hmm. And this is gonna force the relationship um, and, and build, get to know your family again, start doing household projects. I would call husbands out, wife out, like all the time. Is that what you're doing now, like household projects through the whole quarantine? How, how, I've, I've done like, my whole backyard's been completely transformed. Closets have been you know, organized. organized, this, that, thrown a bunch of stuff out. So that's, you know, stuff that you, they are projects. Oh, I'm gonna get to that. Even yeah. and then years go by and you don't have the time but it's crazy because we do have the time. We, we just do. choose not to have the time. It's a choice. It's 100%. A choice because we live in this rat race of go, go, go every day and every day. We got to make money, make money. Well, you can make money, just like you said earlier, doing what you love and taking a step back. You know, we all had to move into our home offices. You know, and at first I was like, oh my God, what are we going to do? It's going to bring down our business. We're busier. Yeah. We're actually busier. Every day we get a call for somebody, you know, buying or, or uh, refinancing, a lot of refinances now, but we made it work, you yeah. know, and now it's like pushed back to maybe July 1st. Today, you, you said it earlier, maybe September, but it's okay. You yeah. know, I'm not freaking out. Yes, we have our office, we have our expenses, this, that, but it, we're, we're making it work. And it's the first time in, forever that I can remember I'm really enjoying my life and I I'm love really that. taking a step back and like okay the kids drive me crazy that, that's been you know a little bit of a challenge with homeschooling the kids trying to work at the same time but it works like it, I'm, I'm happy you know I'm not stressed out I'm not like fighting you know with this bank or that I mean the other yeah. day I had a little blow up but you know <laughs> but it happens but you know, you learn to enjoy the little simple things of being at home I, I can't really remember the last time that I've been home for so long so how are you dealing like with the whole situation too yeah and i'm glad you said that because again i'm like very similar to you that i just go 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 and i've never taken a day off like even when i was on vacation for like three days i had good anxiety mm -hmm. i want to see what the jobs are doing i want to see how what everything is how everything's going i've never taken a day off and and i think that caused somewhat anxiety more of like being a control freak on certain things, making sure that I had to see every job to make sure the tile was being installed right, that the escrow was going well, that all these things that I did, had no control over in a way. And the minute this all happened, I was able to take a day off. Like in a, in a weird way, like if I wanted to be in gym clothes all day, which I, half the time I am, mm, um, but like yeah. I could be, I could be in gym clothes and still conducting business. And I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna lose my platform. No, I turned it around and I said, okay, you guys, how are you guys gonna save your homes? Episode one. How are you gonna save your cars? Episode two. How, how are we gonna to talk to other people in the industry and, and not even in, in my industry? Let's give you a Selena tribute um, a birthday show. Let's give you these famous artists. Let's do this, let's do that. Let's do these collaborations. Let's do um, small ways to create curb appeal. Like I did all of that, you know, which, which I, I love to do because I turned my, and this is what's gonna separate the real estate agents from the people that even if they're new beginners, if they can survive in this industry right now and they can turn around like this and say, okay, where's my next platform? 
how do I how do I now write up an offer? So before I was doing, okay, this is how you're supposed to write up an offer. Don't ask for this, don't for that, don't ask for a home warranty, don't do shit. You pay for their home warranty, you take care of their stuff, blah, blah, blah. Make it very clean. Now I'm asking for closing costs. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not deducting the sales price. I'm asking for closing costs. So the comps are still there because we still have three, six months of, of closings. So it's again, it's educating people, doing numbers. Mm -hmm. If you buy a house right now, your rates are gonna be way lower because this, it's very simple. When houses drop, rates go up. It's that simple. So do math over a 30 year loan and do the numbers on a 3.1%, 3.5% versus a 5.5 because before That's this hit. we're at right now. We're be, like, I, I quoted yeah. a 2.875. Hear that. It's 2.875 on the interest rate, which is, I mean, it's a case by case. Case by case, yeah. You know, but it's crazy. Yeah, exactly. right now is the time. Right and and the, the other thing is that numbers to numbers, you guys, if you're waiting for this market to drop 150,000, 200,000, it ain't going to happen, honey. You, it's, gotta, you gotta go like, yeah, software. Like, I mean, Hesperia. Even that. And who wants to? It ain't gonna happen. Go it's to still not gonna happen. Go to Baker. Correct. Uh, this uh, is the uh, thing, though. The 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 important. I preach this all the time. I said the rich will get richer. The rich will get richer. One hundred percent. And so why not this middle class or lower class elevate to them? We can because we have people like myself, like you, that are using this platform to educate money. So this is bottom line. This. If you do the numbers between a five and a half to a three and a half percent over the life of the loan, that's $250,000. Is your house gonna drop right now? Are you waiting for the house? Are you waiting for the market to drop? Yeah. $250,000, because it ain't gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. It's gonna happen. And you're gonna lose out by renting. And all. We're going through that drop right now. You know what yeah. I mean? But it's not, people are like, well, I'm waiting for it to go to 200,000 in Long Beach. It ain't gonna happen. And the banks LA, learn. LA, it's not gonna happen. This whole immediate area is not gonna even like Palmdale's, you might see 250, 240, 230, maybe. What do you think? No. I, I don't, I don't. It's yeah. not. You know why? Because the banks learned. The banks learned from 2008 and the hardship. You know what they're doing now? They're giving deferments. And after the deferments, they're giving you a second deferment. After that, you know what they do? Modification. Modification. They don't want the properties. They don't they want don't the properties. They don't. They don't, they don't. They don't you're gonna you're gonna prevail. You're gonna prevail after that point. And if you're sitting there at home and 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 like hating your life or not working, understand this. This is your time to go get another degree. This is your time to jump mm -hmm. into another industry. Mm -hmm. Don't sit there and let your kids watch the news, first of all. Um, tell them about it, but don't let them be aware of every single negative thing. But you know what this is? Turn this time around into like... A positive. Yeah, yeah re rebuilding yourself, yeah. remarketing yourself, or market yourself. Mm -hmm. Market yourself. And then also like just fall in love with your passion again. And you know, if you're 60 and you're watching us, if you're 20 and you're watching us, why not be an investor? Mm -hmm. what, what, I love this. When people ask me, David, when is the right time to buy? To buy. Yeah. <laughs> Cuando quieren. You yeah. haven't missed the boat. Uh, I mean, I, 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 you know what? I sell the most right now. Millennials and people in their 60s and 70s. They have not missed the boat. Mm -hmm. And I show them numbers and numbers. And then my golden rule is this. Don't buy a house if you can't get a renter to make that mortgage payment. And this is the thing, rent goes up every year. There's always gonna be a market for renters. Long Beach, $3,200 for the, for the current, a one bedroom with one parking space. Come on, you guys. And if you have renters, like, don't be a, a slumlord, put a new faucet in, yeah, raise the rent, make it, nice. pay, make yeah, it cute. Yeah. I, I learned that from my broker. I do not do 
anything cheap. I will put the best of the best. And that's why you go, David, you get how much for your rent? Oh, you better believe it. Cause I'm not a slumlord. And if there's going to be someone on Instagram that wants to live in a cute house and there's millennials that are making 200,000, hundred girl. And they don't want to buy for whatever reason. They want to buy for something. And there's a market doctors, yeah. the average doctor. Did you notice the average doctor and dentist don't even own their own home? Mm -hmm. They lease. And I understand that because they don't want to pay the, 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 what do you call it? The, the HOA or they don't want to pay the taxes on it. I get it. There are your market for that. Vacation rentals, understanding the market of vacation rentals, understanding how to market to them, understanding how to do design for vacation rentals. And if you're watching right now, you have a vacation rental and you have the same pictures up that you had last year, you're hurting yourself. Yeah. You're hurting yourself. Go change pillows for 20 bucks and, and drapes for another 20 bucks. Bam, it's a whole nother movement. There's another question for you. Like, what do you recommend to people right now? Like if they're on a budget, right? I love home goods. I love home goods, so it's not to here. Hopefully that doesn't happen that, you know, they're, they're gone. But what, what do you recommend to them like on a budget? Because even on a budget, if, even if like you're, I don't know, making 30 grand a year, you can go and go to home goods, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and you, they have all these different knickknacks there. Like, what do you recommend to them? Like, can they, are they able to, you know, design their home, make it cute, you know, yeah. whatever the case is? Like, Tell us a little bit about that. So I would refer you to my book for twenty dollars. No, just kidding. I'm trying to make a book. I want to make a book that's, uh, that you can you do do things under twenty dollars. You guys, this is very simple. I'm saying this: paint color and throw pillows and um, what do you call it? and drapes. Change moving. I'm not saying go out and buy a new couch. What I'm saying is change your throw pillows. That's it. I'm saying change one accent wall. A paint can is like maybe $25. One paint can do a bathroom, a, um, a hallway maybe, and a full accent wall. Don't shrink the room by the whole thing, but do one wall. The creation that you make around your house, and this is the other thing is, you don't have money, I guarantee you, that in your master bedroom, you have things that belong in the living room. Mm -hmm. I, I know that you have things in the living room that belong in your office or your daughter's room. Move around what you have. If you have pictures that were in a certain way, like you know the five years ago, whatever, change it up, move it around. Um, make statement pieces, make statement, bring in greenery. Greenery that are, that are that's inexpensive, like at Home Depot and so forth. So those are the things that I would suggest that's gonna make a big statement is drapes for $20 um, and then pa panels. Get rid of the old, you know, the, 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 the curtains, the blinds. And, yeah. yeah, man, they're so dirty. Drapes and, high, and <laughs> go 96 inches so your eye goes that high. It, it creates movement, it creates height, but it creates a feeling that you can get texture, you can have fun with them and it gives you a color. It gives you a color. So you can say neutral on your walls, but that's gonna make a big thing. So those are small things that, if you're living in an apartment, if you're living in a condo and you're watching us right now, throw pillows are simple. Um, um, uh, Amazon, mm -hmm. oh my God, Amazon's even cheaper than Home Goods. Right. And I love Home Goods. Hopefully they come back. Um, but then again, you guys, those are small ways. If you have a home, and you're, or let's say you're renting, you wanna make curb appeal, easy thing. Door numbers, they're $3 each huge difference a light fixture for twenty dollars and a front door paint your front door i just gave you three ways that will make a dramatic difference and if you're renting don't ask the landlord do it yourself mm. ask them if you can paint the door but do it yourself they will love you and not only that that you have pride of of not even ownership but just having pride of having come people come over and and you know you want to host parties they're going to want to feel that and that's the statement before you walk in and as a front door Tell me who you are based off of what your living room looks mm -hmm. like. So if you are quirky and you're fun or you're bohemic or you're minimalist, let me know that. 
if you have negative energy or your house is like uh, face a different way, get an orchid. An orchid will cancel that out. Supposedly, allegedly, I don't know. Anyways, orchids are gorgeous. Simplistic on your, like your mantles, very simplistic. Uh, create focal points, create, um, bring in mirrors. The mirrors are, are beautiful. Um, fresh flowers are, are beautiful as well. Small things that the Just average things person- things that make it pop, yeah. Yeah, and, and greenery. Mm -hmm. Green. Those are small nice. ways. Um, if you have a bed, all white, all white. If you have um, any, any bathrooms, all white towels, all white towels. I want you to feel like you're walking into a day spa. Walk into a day spa, you pay money for that, right? What do they have? They have white towels. Mm. When, you go to, um, um, when you go to a high, high-end um, retreat or hotel, white bedding, mm. simplistic, do that. Do that and you know, it's a mind change. Make your bed every day. Make your bed, because when you come home, you have a stressful day, you get in that bed, it feels better, it gives you, your mind frame goes off of your negativity. And give yourself, if you're having a stress or issue on anything, I give myself 20 minutes to be upset about anything and I drop it because it'll consume my whole day. Right. You know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, those are the things that, I, those are the key components, bedding white, um, uh, um, bedroom, bathrooms, whatever, white, everything, lighter on your walls, dark on a, maybe an accent wall, um, throw pillows, linens, um, greenery. Those are all things that you can get at Home Depot, living spaces, um, um, home goods, all small things, mm -hmm. you know, that you can do on your uh, own. budget too. And you can be a girl, you can be a teenager, you can be a man, anybody can do this. Mm -hmm. Hire a handyman if you yeah, want. Right. Call me. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so changing it up a little bit. Tell us about Modernism Week. Modernism Week. Was that exciting? Modernism Week was so fun, you guys. That so was in February. Yes. That was that was in right Feb before all yeah. this happened. So what is that? Modernism Week is a collaboration of all these beautiful homes by these top designers, West Elm, Restoration Hardware, these well-known artists from all over the world are flying down and you get one house and you get to decorate it and they get to call it a certain house. So I had like the sponsorships from um, uh, Living Spaces and I had um, Z Gallery and Home Goods and I was like, why, I have all this inventory that I'm flipping, why not make each home dedicated to each line? You had six, right? Yes, yeah. and why not make it free? So every, in Modernism Week, it's like $100 to enter all these homes. Well, I did it for free, for everybody. And I did a twist, it's for sale. Oh, so nice. you got the design, you got to feature all these products from these companies. I got sponsorship, I got a lot of free items from all these companies, and I was able to feature them done well, done correctly, in the hopes of creating um, Instagram moments for vacation rentals, in, um, creating old um, old Hollywood, if you will, bringing back like the old, like, you know, Lucy and Ricky and, and Sunny and Cher, like, why not bring them back, you guys? Yeah. So that's what I did, it was so fun, and I think I'll do an exclusive with Living Spaces next year. Nice. Um, and I was, and, and after that, you guys, this is the funniest, the biggest part was this, so, that branched off to um, the owner of all of the home, they're called the Spring Tours Expos. They go from Coachella Valley to San Diego, San Diego County to like Portland, Portland, Oregon. I was featured as their number one guest speaker. So I, and then after that, I was like, well, why not like hype it up? Let's invite Home Depot on there. Let's invite um, Floor and Decor and let's do a panel up there. So that's where the tour was gonna be taken all over. I was on billboards through all of all the freeways and I had, I was on Good Day uh, Morning America and all this other stuff. And then the coronavirus hit and I lost everything. And you yeah. know what, so uh, I had to check myself again, David, check yourself uh, because I went back into 2008. I went back into, because again, I was like, finally, all these years, after all these years, I finally, I didn't reach the top, but I felt like 
I was getting noticed. Mm -hmm. I was getting noticed by big companies. Your name you, was starting to come out. My yeah. name was out. I was, I'm, I was, you know, talking to Oprah Winfrey's best friends, um, Nate Burkus, and, and and him being on stage with me, or or um, Andy Cohen. I talked to him twice live with him. I was like, who the hell am I? And, and you know, maybe that was good because it just brought me back down to reality again. But it was like I was at the top again in a way, and then it all hit. And so I said, you know, David, go back to what you know. You know how to give love every day. You know how to give free knowledge. And so my thing is this, my platform is this, love and knowledge. And that's what I'm here for. And that's what I've been giving ever since this. And with this being said, you guys, um, Living Spaces is doing this great, great initiative. It's buy one um, mask and they give an additional one to the frontliners, to the hospitals and, and doctors and all that stuff. And we have a collaboration with them. So I'm just kind of like just endorsing this for them and, and giving the exposure for them. But I don't want to get into like, you shouldn't do this or who that, but I will say this though. Please just don't leave home without this. Mm -hmm. And exactly. because we are, we're gonna, we're gonna bounce back. We, we, if we, we, I should have already back. had it. Yes. Actually, I don't even know if I already yeah. had that. Actually, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but I, I know this though. I wanna, I wanna protect the elderly mm -hmm. and I wanna protect people that have underlying conditions. And so for me, it would be unthoughtful if I went to a public place. You know, this is intimate. But I mean, if we had like, you know, 20 people around us, I'm gonna wear this. And when I check out of a grocery store, I'm gonna wear this as well because I'm showing respect for, I don't know if you have a dad at home or if you're taking mm -hmm. care of your grandfather or your kid has an illness or, or um, there's diabetes. Or I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to play into that. So I will say this, you guys, please be considerate to yes. others. Be Just safe. wear it, T take it with you from now on, you know? Um, and if you want one that's really well and handcrafted and made, go to Living Spaces and they have them for sale. Um, and they're giving back um, some, uh, an opportunity to the frontliners. And so and, and they're the ones that are out there fighting for all of us. So we have to be respective, you know, for them. For them so, as well. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah. Well, David, thank you so much for being here with us and sharing so much knowledge. Um, Tell us where we can, you know, our audience can follow you on Instagram, on your YouTube channel. Yeah, um, so. Um, website, whatever. So what I have is I have a um, Instagram. It's David Rios Designs. I have a website, David Rios Designs, mm -hmm. where you'll see my products. You'll see listings. Um, I also feature them on my daily story on Instagram. And you can always, I will always feature other people's houses. You guys can host all my open houses. I don't host any of them. Um, I do pocket listings. I have a, a allocated a budget for everybody any type of real estate agent. I, I love networking with people. Um, you can find me on um, Facebook, David Rios Designs. Mm. My website, David Rios Designs. You can find me at Florida Decor, Home Depot, um, uh, every, everything, you guys. It's just been, you know what, and I want to thank everybody for this opportunity that's just even elevating me and just giving me acknowledgement of, of my creations. I love to work with more people, more real estate agents. I'm, I'm here. Fly me all over the world. I'm I'm all over. And Christina, I want to give you a little gift. Oh my gosh. Yes, this is for me. Oh, thank you. And hopefully thank I'll you. be in everybody's household. Um, I have a candle line that's coming out. I have doormats, I have hoodies, I have door numbers and so forth. So things are in the making, shit. I, the 2020 is still happen. here. Yeah, right, exactly. We I, have the whole yeah. rest of the year to go, right? We I encourage everybody. Out. Just yeah. reset and let's go. Right? Reset. Get the let's reset go. button. Start uh, start communicating with people, you guys. Mm -hmm. Utilize your platforms. Instagram is a free marketing tool. Exactly. Why not use it? Like I watch her daily. I see her work out. I see her with her kids. Mm -hmm. I see her sales. I see uh, you know referring business with her um, uh, loans. Anything you guys have, she is your girl. She's your go-to. She'll even coach you. Yeah. She'll yell at your badass kids <laughs> if they don't believe. You know they don't listen to you. Uh, but again, you are a very strong woman. I appreciate you. your platform. I, I appreciate what you're doing. Thank 
Thank you. I, I appreciate that you're giving everybody an opportunity to speak with you and, and to share other people because you are the core that's branching off and allowing so many other people um, you know, this opportunity to be able to speak with you. And again, you guys, follow her on my Instagram as well. Follow too. David also, yes. You're fit. Yes. I have a YouTube channel, David Reels Designs. Um, Instagram, David Reels Designs. Everything's just David. Keep it simple, you guys. Brand yourself and keep it one name for everything. Really simple, right? Yes. Yeah. Thank you, David. God bless you. Cheers, Cheers to 2020. Because we ain't even done, baby. Gonna be, it's going to be a great year. I love it's you. Gonna God be, bless love you. you too. And Thank I you. hope to live this sexy with all these kids and look at <laughs> holding it down, husband, you guys. This is the true American dream. Mm. Latina, working it out, mm. kids, having the, the American dream. You know what? We are the American dream. You know what? We are. We are. Welfare yeah. is the American dream. Exactly. My having on welfare also. Having yes. nothing, coming mm. from something, having ADD, being mm. gay is, is, is the new American. That's mm. what we're doing. That's right? right. Exactly right. And never give up. Drive is everything. Thing, share love, give back, and God bless everybody. I love you all. Cheers. Cheers to Cheers. 2020. I love you, ma'am.